I have the honor and the privilege of getting t- to introduce our speaker for this evening. And he's, he's awesome. He's the real thing. He is the real deal. He is the one and only Pastor Todd Lout. Let's welcome him. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, good. Little crowd here. Uh, uh, there's something that ha- that I, f- I felt like I was hearing in my spirit during worship, so I'm just going to go ahead and take care of that, and get that done. Um, I, I felt I f- I was thinking about myself and how <laughs> for a minute, just a minute during worship, not the whole time, um, and how I'm kind of in a weird season. And, um, and then, and that's when I got this, like, this rush come on me, like, say, I felt like Holy Spirit was showing me that's a lot of people right now, and to pray a certain way for you guys. You guys feel like you're in a strange season? Like, unusually strange kind of a season? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, here's what I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for you. Please receive. Please just be in a receiving position here for a minute. Yeah, thank you so much, God, for the way you grow us. Thank you so much for what's waiting at the end of things when we're in a growth spurt. And I'm asking God, not necessarily that a weird season is over, but God, that you would give us sustainment and you would help us to feel your nearness in this time. And Father, to get what you want us to get through this time. Thank you for stamina. Thank you for zeal. I ask you, God, to give us strength and to take us out just winning and running and flying higher than we were before so we don't have to go through that again. Thank you, God. Strengthen us tonight. Thank you, Jesus. I ask also, God, that you would lift heaviness off this room right now. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, just move through this place. Amen. Okay. So, yeah. Before I get rolling with this, um, I like I like when uh, we have people in our our body here that you know have different talents or different anointings, different things, and, and we get to share it with them, you know? We're calling ourselves a family, and um, it's so, it's cool to me to be able to hear from some of the family just briefly, and um, a buddy of mine here in this room um, shot something off to me in a text this week, and just said, what do you think? And I said, actually, I think you could share that, or you should share that with us. Um, so this, uh, come up here, Bible Brad. This is Bible Brad. This is, <laughs> yes, uh, Bible Brad's birth name is Brad Cook, but I call him Bible Brad because every day some text comes across my phone, sometimes several times a day, um, in broken pieces. I, I probably never told you that, but because I have an iPhone and he doesn't, but I get like 
you know, eight, like part one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, sometimes all in, not in order, um, of these incredible texts that come from him, um, as he feels led by Holy Spirit to just send out, um, something from the word, from the Bible. And I can't tell you how many times it came right when I needed to hear that, read that. And there's other people in here too that also know him as Bible bread that way. Um, it's, it's awesome. I, when we met, I never expected that was going to be part of our relationship. So, um, <laughs> uh, but I, I just wanted to say a cool thing, you know, um, Bible Brad here, uh, we should get you a t-shirt, BB, you know, cape, uh, B squared. <laughs> I don't even know math, but, um, the, uh, uh, you know, he, um, this has a teeny bit with what I want to talk to you about tonight, but he, he's never, uh, texted me and said, I want, I want, uh, I want to read in front of the church. I, th- I think everyone needs to hear me. Um, he's never said stuff like that, but I was at a cool, um, I got invited to this really neat night where somebody had a whole bunch of us crazy, weird, um, charismatic creatives, uh, over at their house and they had people sharing their films that they're working on, creative films and artwork and songs and all kinds of stuff. It was such a cool night. And, um, and Bible Brad here, to my surprise, was also there. And, um, and toward the end of the night, he got up and said, I think, I think I'll share something. And he did like this jamming spoken word thing with emotion and clarity. It was amazing. And, and Karina and I were going, what? We didn't know Bible Brad was like this. And so, when he sent me um, something he wrote this week, he he was just casually saying, I, I, "You know, I like to write. What do you think about this?" I read it and I said, "That uh, that's so. It's very short, but that's so powerful for me. That why don't you just share it with Blazing Fire?" So I'll stop talking so he can. Here you go. Thanks, Todd. Can you guys hear me? Everybody hear me? Okay. All right. Cool. Well, I hope it's good now that you said all that. I know, right? No, but yeah, I, I'm just grateful to share, and everybody here has been so awesome. So before I say anything, I think you all should know that. that I just love everybody here so much. So, all right, I'm going to go with this. It's really quick. Before, Actually, one thing before I read it, okay? This is something that you're talking about, growth. So for me, this has been a growth thing for me where... I was feeling really disconnected with God when I would go to pray or worship. And I realized that when I write things down, that's when I really start connecting with him more. And I think that everybody has that certain thing that really draws you in with him. So that's where this is coming from for me. It's like a growth process. I bow here weeping in your presence. Your heartbeat overpowers like breaking waves. I feel your smiling stare fixed upon me and your outstretched arms reaching eagerly. This is the place where I belong, my beginning and destination. After I've planted all my seeds for forever, your omnipotent arms will become my bed. My head will rest securely upon your heart in crashing waves of liquid loving fullness. I rest here soaking in your peace. 
be peace. Yeah, peace. So that's a little thing. Little thing. Thanks, guys. Isn't that soothing? You know, something that really blesses me is when a dude gets in touch like that. You know, with the with with the words to to express love toward, toward the Lord. It's been hard for a lot of men to be able to do that uh, throughout history. I, I, I've heard. I'm not looking at anyone in particular. Um, I but it it. Ha- I mean, I've had guys come up to me and go, "Man, I don't you know, I don't know how to relate to Jesus as." you know, the bridegroom or whatever. And, um, and I just, I love when somebody like you gets in touch all the single ladies. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, sorry, Brad. Sorry. I I tried to control myself and not, oh boy. Yeah. Just use discernment, ladies. Uh, all right. So I just, <laughs> I wanted to, um, I just, I, I'm going to, this is going to be a short one uh, tonight. We're going to, we're going to give a lot of time to Bill and his team to give out some words tonight because, because God's going to drop a lot of goodness uh, on them. And we usually kind of cut that short. So I'm going to, I'm going to take one minute with my message <laughs> plus a few more, but, uh, uh, something really struck me recently, um, and I thought, let me just talk about this. And and um, typically, when I when it's my turn to share, I like to I like to talk, as you know, about intimacy with God or um, prayer or something um, like that. I don't normally talk about some things that we talk about a lot here. And um, I mean, you know, on an ongoing constant. I mean, that's that didn't sound right. No, we do talk about those things. But what I'm saying is, I like to really pinpoint. But um, I don't normally um, come up and talk about a subject matter that we we do talk about a lot, which we're talking about tonight, which is the prophetic. But I but something really struck me about this recently that I thought I want to I want to talk about the prophetic too. Um, consequently, uh, let me just lay a little groundwork for something here um, with our youth group. I, I'm the youth pastor here, in case you didn't know that, and we've we've uh, we've been doing this youth group for. A decade, I think, and uh, and and every time I check in with the Lord about what we should do with the, with wildfire, we call it uh, for now. Um, I I one of the things that God says is never ever let go of the prophetic aspect of that youth group, ever. Even if other youth groups in the valley or you know anybody else hears about it and thinks you're just weird or psych, you think you're psychic or something, you know. Just keep going with that because it is so important. Why is it important? The people in the world need a prophetic voice. That's why we've got to take the risks and, and enhance this thing and, 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 and move with it. Um, but it is a risk. It definitely is a risk in many ways. You know, one of the risks, of course, is just, um, hearing from so many voices and some maybe from unhealthy, people that aren't walking in a healthy pattern yet. And so, you know, you might grab a hold of something and go, I'm going to stake my whole life on this. And then all of a sudden you're in a disaster, you know? Um, so there's definitely risks and there's, there is the risk of people out there thinking we're weirdos, you know, they talk about the prophetic. We can't talk about that. 
Funny, though, Paul said that we really should desire that big time in the Bible, and Paul's a hero. Um, but something that I was, I, I've heard quite a bit lately, um, and uh, something that really dropped in my heart was this. And I think if I were to put a title to this message, I would call it Grow, Growing Into Your Word, I think. Oh, I got oohs and ahs on that? Well, amen. All right. Next. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, because um, because there, there really needs to be a level of maturity in the prophetic realm with us, you know? Um, and by mature, I don't mean um, we all have to stand up, you know, straight and wear a tie and all that kind of thing and deliver a word and... You know, that kind of, I, I just mean how we handle things. Um, and I'm kind of going off based off of, of recently hearing of situations where people are, um, kind of throwing themselves, uh, forcing themselves into situations based on, well, I got a word about this. And, um, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Or, um, depending on other people to fulfill this word for you. Therefore, getting offended with the people around you because they are not giving you the opportunity for the word to happen. So we're going to talk about that just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, wanted to, I wanted to show something real quick. Uh, we do have a lot of impatience when it comes to these words. I am... I have been the king of that. I, I think I've grown a little bit in this, but there's been times I've, you know, I've gotten some words from the Lord, either spoken to me through another person or even in my own quiet time. And I'm like, all right, here we go. You know, here we go. Two years later, here we go. <laughs> God, I thought, you know, and, um, and God just has a different timetable than our brain does. It's really the truth. Uh, drastically different sometimes. <laughs> And I saw a preview to a movie that's coming out, a really cute looking one. And this preview, <laughs> this preview, I saw this preview and I thought, hey, that kind of reminds me of how we are when we get a word. And so I'm going to show you a preview of Zootopia by Disney. And, um, and in this segment, um, I don't know all that much about what the storyline is, except that this whole, this whole world is all animals. Uh, instead of people doing normal people things. And so there's a, a rabbit who's a, a police detective and, um, and she's trying to get a mystery solved and she goes into the DMV to get uh, a record and she needs it right away. And it really reminded me of how we get with God. Can you show that, Tina? <laughs> Coming through! This is Officer McCorn. We got a 1031. I got them! Plate. Flash is the fastest guy in there. He can run the plate like that. Wait. They're all slots? Well, are you saying that because he's a sloth, he can't be fast? Flash, flash, 100-yard dash. Buddy, it's nice to see you. Nice to see you, hmm. too. Hmm. Officer Judy Hap, CPD, how are you? 
I am doing fine. Well, what? Hang in there. Can I do? Well, I was hoping you could run a for you. Well, I was hoping you today. Could... Well, I was hoping you could run a play for us. We are in a really big hurry. What's the plate? Two nine T number. Two nine T H D zero three. Two nine T H D zero three. H D zero three D zero three zero three. Hey, Flash, want to hear a joke? No. Sure. Okay. What do you call a three-humped camel? I don't know. Pregnant. <laughs> Priscilla. Oh no! Yes. Flash. What do no. you call a three-humped camel? Uh, pregnant. Okay, great. We got it. Please jump. Ah! Hurry! We gotta beat the rush hour in. It's night. <laughs> Thank you, Tina. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> can you relate? I'm not saying God is a sloth, by the way. I I am though saying that we feel like that rabbit when we get a word, right? Somebody tells you, you know, um, you're going to be rich. Yay! <laughs> that was back when I was 15, I think. 16 yet, you know, but here's the deal. What if, because somebody told me I'm going to be rich, which by the way, that was several times. I've got that word. Um, what if I went awesome and then I go out and buy 75 inch HD, you know, flat screen, a new Bentley, you know, or charge it or steal it. Because, you know, I'm going to be rich. So I need, I should be act, living like I'm rich right now, you know, um, and force the matter. That's kind of where I'm going with this, you know. Um, it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. I'm going to give you, um, yeah, I'm going to give you some scripture. Um <sighs> I lost my scripture. I'll find, yeah. <laughs> Let me find it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not ready for that, actually. All right. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to, to say this. Um, in our culture, in our realm, um, I was thinking about this message tonight and I thought, how funny, there's some churches that wouldn't even need to speak this message at all because they, 
because the whole prophetic realm is like, what? You know, what do you mean by a word? You know? So it's awesome that we have that already here. Uh, but sometimes we need a little uh, maintenance or help with that, you know, a little tune-up, if you will. And, um, and yeah, I was thinking about this. In our realm, a lot of the times it's about going out into the world and, and preaching the gospel. Um, people have spoken to me uh, words like, Todd, you're going to be a famous worship leader all over the world, you know. And that was like a decade ago. And, um, and, and, uh, there's just things that we need to wait for. But if you, if you, if you got a word like, I'm going to, you're, you're going to have a healing ministry, for instance, you know, um, you can't just go out. Some of the things we want to do, we base off of what we have already seen, you know, we base off of what we already follow. And sometimes it's going to look different than that. I was thinking about if if you were called to healing ministry and you identified with that and you're like, yes, I want it. And you're somebody who is really digging Smith Wigglesworth, you know, <laughs> um, but you're impatient. You might go out and start punching people and there won't be an anointing on that. And you're going to hurt people, you know. In case you don't know what I'm talking about, Smith Wigglesworth once was a, a healing evangelist who, who had an unusual way of, of healing people. Uh, for instance, punching somebody who had cancer in their stomach and it, you know, it dissipated and things like that. We're not all called to do that. Uh, we're just not. And, um, but it, we do. We try to pattern our word off of what we were following and around. Now, here's, here's the trick on that one. Um, it's actually good if you have very healthy patterns to follow. If you have somebody in your life that you really look up to and is walking in an anointing that you feel matches up with what, where you're headed, um, then that's great. That's really good. And if they've got a pattern that you feel is healthy and right, then, then go ahead and start heading in that direction, but still go, but God, how do you want it to look for me? You know, um, because we do, we fashion too many things after how we've seen it done already. Uh, and that's one of the things I've watched happen too. And I, I, I thought every time I've seen these things happen or somebody just trying to force their way into this word right away, bam, um, I just want to stand up and scream to everybody. No, 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 you're ruining things. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's like, uh, well, Let's say, let's say you're, you are, you, you know, you even get a word that is something like, you know, God's showing me you're going to have the finest of everything. You're going to, you're going to have the best bed and best couch and nice huge house so that a hundred kids can fit in it or people can fit in it. Oh, sorry. I always go there. <laughs> that was, that was a youth pastor. Anyway, um, <laughs> You know, a hundred people can fit in your house and um, you're going to have parties all the time and that kind of thing, you know? Um, and so, but, but you're homeless right now, you know? So you're, you're like, yes, I believe that word. That means every opportunity that I have on the way there, I'm going to shut down because that's not the end result, you know? So I'm going to stay homeless even though somebody just offered me a place to live, it doesn't look like what that word says. So 
I'm going to just stay homeless and freeze, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stay homeless. Um, and there's, there's a long time sometimes between the word and the outcome of the word. The greatest heroes in the Bible, by the way, know this very well. In fact, there's a whole avenue in the Bible about the faith avenue, you know, the faith uh, passage. And it describes many of them who did wait and wait and wait and wait. Recently, Pastor Joe, Pastor Brent was talking about Joseph and, um, and man, what a prime example. The guy gets a dream, gets a series of dreams as a teenager, as a young guy, a really young guy and tells, you know, his brothers, uh, this is what's going to happen. You know, I don't know how it all went down. I don't know if maybe he shouldn't have told them. But God sure make that work out whichever way it went, you know. Uh, but he was very zealous about it. But oh my goodness gracious. If, if, I, I'll just put myself in his shoes. I believe if it were me, I would have then believed, wow, I'm going to stand in front of people, you know, and they're going to come to me for help or, you know, the word, the word was a little bit more like worship him. Um, about his brothers, but the opposite took place, you know, and we don't even know how long that was, if it was several months, a couple of years, but the opposite took place where the brothers jealousy threw him in a dungeon, sold him into slavery. And he was in many, many, many years, uh, uh situations that did not match up with this work, you know? <laughs> Um, and I'm sure that there were moments where he lost heart, you know, but not fully, not all the way, uh, got some favor, went back to the dungeon again. <laughs> wow. This doesn't make any sense. Have any of you felt that way before about words you've gotten? Yeah. Yeah. I have too. Um, I'll just take a real quick detour until I go back into that. Um, you know, I, I'll just want to back when um, Karina and I used to live in Texas uh, many years ago. We lived in Fort Worth, worked for Kenneth Copeland, and uh, while we were there, I had one of the most powerful, realistic visions ever. It was real as this pulpit. I mean, that thing opened up like a movie screen in front of me. It was preceded by two hours of crying and not knowing why I was crying. You know, thinking, am I interceding for somebody? Did somebody die? What's happening? Why am I feeling this? And then, um, and then this movie screen vision opening up in front of me. And after it shut down, uh, more just emotion. You know, this thing was real is what I'm trying to say. But what I saw in the vision was I, I, I saw a, uh, a very powerful, um, service church service and I was leading worship at it and there were people on the ground laying like partially on the stage and and uh there were people in the parking lot laid out in the parking lot too and there were people everywhere just worshiping so deeply and in this vision I could even smell it I could hear things and I could feel what I was feeling leading worship in this vision this thing was real and really strong and really powerful you know uh and uh, so, you know, I, I called up Karina and I said, I had this. Oh, I missed one of the main parts of the story. 
But this vision, when he lived in Texas, this vision I saw, I saw it as a church that we had visited several times before we moved away from California. Um, and, and when we left California, this church was booming, hopping, Holy Spirit was moving in every service. There was like 500 people in this place and it was, it was, um, it was wow, you know, when we left, when we moved away. But I, I saw that it was this place. It was so real to me that we moved from Texas to this, to back to California to go to this church. And we got to the church and it was not like we left it at all, not even close. And, um, and so I thought, aha, yeah, there's a mission here, you know, I see, you know, <laughs> I didn't, I don't think I felt really arrogant about it, but I did think, I'm gonna rescue this place with worship, you know? And, um, yay, God's gonna use me. And, um, I did end up leading worship there some, um, but, but I, but I, I had, um, rules on me where it was like, don't, don't sing all that extra stuff like you do, okay? Don't do all, because people visit us and we don't want them to think we're weird, you know? So don't, seeing so much extra stuff. And so, you know, that for me is like, uh, I can't even sing then, you know, but, but I, I, but I did, I sang and, um, led as best I could. Um, but over time things just went in the opposite direction of what I saw in that vision, you know, till finally we left and I was mad at God if I didn't see this for real, which felt so real, why do you let me come here and move our entire life and live in poverty? Cause we were at the time, uh, and everything's changed f- for the worse, um, to fulfill a, a thing that's not even happening, you know, <laughs> and, and we had to get out. It was just, it was, it's not going to happen. Every door shut. And, uh, man, was I discouraged? I, I mean, I'm, if you're listening to this at home, you're, you might be shocked about what I'm about to say. You just fast forward. But um, I even walked out into a field and just cussed at God. I'm still here, so he, he, he didn't, he didn't kill me. But uh, <laughs> I did. I, I, I'm like, why the heck? You know, did you? Why? Do you see how things are? I don't get it. I don't get you. You know, which, which 20 minutes later, I was on my face in front of him, you know, going, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's like, it's like the time we sang It Is Well tonight. And I remember when that song came out and I was having an interesting Thursday on my way somewhere. And I was in that, I was listening to that song in my car for the first time on my way to this place. And I was having a really hard, week and um that song comes on and i'm bawling i'm like it is not well with my soul it is not it is not well it's not (laughs) i'm driving down the freeway (laughs) i go to go actually go minister somewhere and i had to completely just submit to the lord and like okay in my weakness you're strong and i'm really weak right now so take over and he did. And then on my way back, I was listening to that song again. It is well with my soul. <laughs> oh, a torrent of emotional distress. Crazy whirlwind. Um, <laughs> uh, 
came to Blazing Fire um, after 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 this strange disappointment, and uh, and spent some time with Brent for six months. Brent would, would meet with me in Alamo. We lived in Benicia, and he'd say, "Let's meet halfway," and he'd he'd tell me things like, "You're awesome." God thinks this about you. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, Because I was in a place where I was just feeling bitter and just confused. And um, he just kept encouraging me. He barely knew me too. And uh, and then over time, you know, he, he says, um, hey, will you get up when the service is done and just sing a little bit to the Lord? And, and I, I remember the first night very well that I did that because I, I was like, I was starting to let go, and I'm like, is he going to shut me down? Is he going to shut me down? And he never shut me down. He just let me really sing from my heart to Jesus. I was like, okay, that's awesome. And a few weeks later, I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, he's he's not shutting me down, you know. <laughs> um, until um, one night leading, and this is this is back at Harvest Valley um, worship. It was just incredible night. I just. The power of God was so thick in the room. You could feel him. Everybody in the room was feeling him. And, um, and I, was, I was leading worship, and I was just broken and undone and just ah, and fixed and broken and, you know, the whole thing. And um, there were people laying on the stage and laying out in the parking lot that night. And it was this incredible feeling. And Karina and I still lived in Benicia. And um, we were driving back, and back, believe it or not, those days in blazing fire, we'd stay till like 2 in the morning. We did, um, because we were allowed to. <laughs> but here we are not. Ten o'clock is the time we're supposed to vacate this building. <laughs> By contract, we're supposed to leave here at ten o'clock. But anyway, um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're driving home in the dark, and um, I was like, "Wow, Karina, that was such an amazing night." Nu- and it, it dawned on me, that was that vision back in Texas. It wasn't even at the ch- church I thought it was supposed to be at. But here's, here's, the, here's the tricky, what came first, the chicken or the egg type part. Was it supposed to be at that church? Did, did maybe they shut the doors? Was I in a place where I wasn't ready and I needed to grow some more maybe? Through what was going on that wasn't fun? Um, there, I mean, there's whatever it is, you know, I got to this night where this thing actually took place. And I went, wow, God, it was the perfect moment. Perfect timing. This perfect timing. You know, it's like friends of ours who tried to have a baby for years and years and years. It was there, man, they went through some heartache, the Mayberries. And, um, and I used to think, man, when they finally get pregnant, it's not, it's going to be like they didn't wait at all. And that's exactly what she said. You know, now they have two kids and, uh, she said, man, it, the whole weight did something in me. It grew me, but it caused me to, uh, but now I feel like that weight didn't even happen because here they are, you know, that's what it's like when God brings us into the thing, you know, the, the thing that you got a word about. And let me just say this, um, I'm going way off my notes, but uh, let me just say this. Sometimes, sometimes, and these are the kind of things you don't want to hear, but it's still true. Sometimes you might not even see 
the whole fulfillment. Just like certain men in the Bible, you know, like Abraham, for instance, who got a word and they went ahead and paved the way for that thing. And, um, and then it took place after they were gone, but they still get to see it from heaven. But not only that, but so many millions of people are benefiting from it, you know? Um, I know, I know, I know. On this earth, we want to feel that good feeling of fulfillment, you know? Uh, but if we're hanging out with the Lord, we're going to feel it even on the journey. We need to enjoy the journey. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, patience <laughs> is not everyone's favorite word, but guess what? It's a fruit of the Spirit. It really is. Um, uh, and I was uh, reading in James 1, um, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. This kind of fits because it is a trial. It is a trial when you're waiting. It is, yeah. You go through trials in the, in the waiting time, but those things grow you up if you let them. Um, when you fall in various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, but let patience have its perfect work. That must mean it's got to wait. It's got to simmer. It's got to soak. Let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Lacking nothing. If we can let patience have its perfect work in us, we won't lack anything. So Abraham wasn't lacking anything. Even if what was prophesied over him happened after he went to be with the Lord. He wasn't lacking anything at all. And, uh, and he knows that more than we do. <laughs> you know? My dad is up there with him, and I think once in a while, man, some of the things that I struggle with in my brain, my dad must be, you know, looking at me, going, "Oh, Toddy, if you only knew," you know. It's it's so much bigger than us. Um, I just wanted to mention just a couple more things. Wow, we could talk for a long time. You're right. <laughs> uh, in this whole thing, though, there's there's a few other things. I actually preached really in detail on this seven years ago, or six years ago, maybe, in um, in, another, in Harvest Valley when we were there. But um, about some of the words that you've already gotten, let me put it this way. Karina and I, we went to a prophetic meeting many years ago. And it was very powerful, very strong. Well, John Paul Jackson was there and giving words, and so was uh, uh, another dude. Anyway, um, I forgot the name, but... <laughs> um, uh, okay, I need to let that go. Uh, but um, it was very strong and very real and very powerful. Huh? James Ryle. Thank you very much. Um, James Ryle. There was a dude there... And um, and maybe Karina and I were just being a little too judgmental and even paying too much attention to this, but there was a dude there that was so obviously wanting a word. Standing up, making it obvious he wanted to be seen, walking around like this, you know. <laughs> like that. And, uh, 
And, um, and it, it made me sad for this dude, you know, cause he was, it was, it was obnoxious the way he was acting during this thing. And, um, and, uh, and you know what, by the way, side note, if God gave him a word during that meeting, it wouldn't have been my business, you know, cause I don't know what's going on in that guy for real. But from what my perspective was, it seemed like he was trying to get, you know, get seen before, um, by, by humans rather than God. And, uh, and we do that. I've done the same thing in some meetings. I've been like, man, I hope he calls my, well, I just did this recently, you know, Sean Bowles from, <laughs> from Studio 50, wait, wait, what's expression 58, um, down in Los Angeles, that dude is on. Oh my gosh. If you ever get a chance to see, just, it's, it's awesome and it's humble and really wonderful. But, um, but it's the, for the first time in a long time, I was sitting there thinking, man, I hope he calls us. I don't know if he gets a word for us. Cause he was so direct, you know? And, uh, man, I hope, hope, hope he get a call. I'm in a word. <laughs> and then my friend right behind us gets one, you know, I'm like, oh, that's awesome, <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> yeah. How wonderful. Um, <laughs> but, but I really felt God spoke to me about that many years ago and saying this, you've got some words that have already been sitting there waiting and you need to dust those things off and remember those things, Todd, and stop just trying to get more and more. There's some other things that you need to let me work in you. Just blow the dust off. Whew, in your mind from some of these things and remember, you know, and that's the case for a lot of us. It's like, wait, wait, don't let me pile more on. Let's, let's take care of this one first. It's got to simmer for a while, you know? Um, and as far as getting words, by the way, you know, I'm, I'm sure, um, if you've gone to Bill's class, they talk about this type of thing, but I'll just quickly mention. um, you know, always, always test. Always. If you, if something's spoken over you and it feels like absolute clay and it just doesn't seem right, you know, um, still just go to the Lord and go, was that you? Or, you know, is there something I need to know here? But if something does strike you, you know, and it start, it kind of hits your heart. I see it like almost like liquid fire going and starting to go over your heart. Like, like, wow, that, yeah. I want that, you know, even a new thing you haven't thought of before, you know, see how it really does hit your heart, you know, like, Hey, you're going to go live in Africa the rest of your life, you know, and be a missionary. Oh, I never thought of that, but wait, you know, something's, something's feeling good about then go in private and have a long talk with the Lord, maybe several days, maybe a couple of years and go, what is that? Is that real? And so here's another thing. Um, rather than jump right into something or force something to happen or expect another man to open the door for you. Um, take some little steps of your own. If there's a word on you about being a very successful businessman and you haven't even done any business yet, then go and you, and you want it, you feel like it's right. Then go take a business course. Don't go pounding down some businessman's door and saying, you need to let me run your company. I got a word. 
you're going to screw the business up, man. <laughs> you are. Take, go take some business classes. Go sit under somebody who's doing it right for a while. Get chummy with them. See how they do it. Don't try to take over. Just see how they do it. Become a student. You know? Invest. Invest. Those are the things we don't want to do, but it's, you know, uh, it, groundwork has to be laid. It just has to. It's like building a house. It's like building Chick-fil-A. We have a Chick-fil-A coming to Pleasanton, finally. And uh been waiting for that forever. And so I, I, I'm partially excited because the chicken is great. Um, but also it's a Christian company, you know, and, uh, they even close on Sundays. Can you imagine that? That and Hobby Lobby both. Uh, but you know, they're building that thing right now. And I drive by every couple days, you know, not on purpose, but just, you know, I happen to be driving by and I'm like, I go, I go how far along, you know, but only two months ago, there were sycamore trees where it's going to be, you know, and a couple times I thought, gosh, aren't they doing anything? I don't see the machines moving today. They need to get a move on it. <laughs> you know, but if they did it the way that I, you know, <laughs> my little impatient thoughts go, then when we get to Chick-fil-A and there is no groundwork, there's no pipes laid or new foundation down there that we're going to have, um, we're going to have chicken while we're laying under rubble, you know, <laughs> like this chicken is really good, but I can't breathe because the building's going to fall down. It's just got to take some time, you know, and a lot of it's unseen. It's just stuff you don't see. It really is. Uh, <laughs> and another, just one more quick thing. I, I want to, gosh, I've got, you know what? It's so weird. I had barely any notes. I'm like, well, I, I just got to make sure that I'm really prepared for this. And now I have way too many notes. It's crazy. Um, gosh, I'm going to interrupt myself. By the way, Jesus was prophesied back in Isaiah. I mean, a long time, a long time before he came. And I'm sure even with that, people are like, cool, the Messiah's coming to rescue us now. Let's go. You know? Or the Israelites, you know? I, well, oh, hmm. <laughs> Here's a little owie, but it's true. It's like, well, I have served all this time during waiting for this word. Nothing's happening. I've served. But did you complain the whole time you were serving? You know? I mean, did, <laughs> did you serve and gripe about it on Facebook? You know? Oh, Because the Israelites did. Do you know how long that day, that trip should have taken? 11 days. 11 days. And it took 40 years because of their complaining and griping and moaning and stuff. Yeah. 40 years. I don't want to be on a 40 year plan for 11 day plan. So I need to learn to just hang out with God. If we just hang out with God, if we really get intimacy with God, if we spend time with him, if we go into the closet in private where nobody is looking and worship him and say, what's going on today? 
You know, how how can I grow with you today? You know, challenge him to let you grow. He's already there. I mean, he's already doing it. But you know, it's like, okay, I want to grow. How can I grow? Because I'm heading towards something. I know it. You know, that's going to move things along along faster um, for you. Let me just see if I have anything else to say. I do, but yeah, we want to get some words in here. Um, Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, just, you know, something struck me in Zechariah. I just want to share with you real quick. Um, It's good to take small steps. Uh, Zechariah 4, 1 through 10, it says, Now the angel who uh, who talked with me came back and wakened me as a man who is wakened out of his sleep. And he said to me, What do you see? So I said, I am looking, and there is a lampstand of solid gold with a bowl on top of it. And on the stand, seven lamps and seven pipes and seven lamps. Hmm. Um, to the seven lamps. Uh, two olive trees, um, and so forth and so on. So I answered and spoke to the angel who talked with me, saying, What are these, my Lord? And then the angel who talked with me answered and said to me, um, Do you know? Do you not know what these are? I said, No, my Lord. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord. It goes on. You should read this. It's really neat. It, um, it talks about grace, grace to this word, but it's talking about a word that was, and God is showing him a word that hasn't come to pass yet. And uh, it's, it's a really fascinating passage. Um, it's just, I just wanted to point that out and say it's all through the Bible. It's all through the Bible where there's a, there's a waiting period of time where people are growing, and we need to get there too. It's really good for us. you know. There's some things that if they came to pass right when you thought, it's got to happen now, um, you wouldn't be a good steward of it. You know, it's really true. We, uh, my sister-in-law went over to see the reveal of, of one of the extreme makeover home edition houses and Martinez and, uh, And I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised that the people in that house were like, you know, we need a new house, we need a new house, we need a new house. Um, and they got it, you know. But a year later, that house is a mess. You know, the yard's a mess, the house is just not being kept up and stuff. Maybe they weren't ready for that new house yet, you know. Maybe they needed to learn how to steward something smaller, you know. Um that's right. That's right. Um, oh, you know what? I, I just want to read the rest of this Zechariah scripture, and I'll be done. Um, who are you, great O mountain? I didn't actually get to the main part I was wanting to get to here. Who are you, great O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace to it. 
Um, Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, the hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. This, this word was to Zerubbabel and he started laying it ahead of time. And then check out what's being said after this. Um, his hands will finish it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you for he is who has despised the day of small beginnings. Uh, that's where I was really heading with that. I, I kind of forgot that was there because it looks so long. Um, yeah, despising the day of small beginnings. And if you can wrap this all up, that's kind of a main point right there too. You know, it, we're going to get words. We, we we are so privileged. I want to say again to be in a prophetic. Um, it would I would I would so much rather us be in this prophetic atmosphere and in a church that lets us operate that way than one that doesn't. Oh my gosh. Because we need the word. We, we need that word of the Lord that comes through people as well as the Bible. Um, and that we can hear, learn to hear his word. Um, but we just really need to learn how to steward. And when we get something, we, we shouldn't despise the day of small beginnings. In fact, in there the Lord was saying, who would do that? You know, well, I have. I've done it before. Sorry. Uh, but hang out with the one who is. Because he already is, right? And he's got that plan inside of him. And if he already is, then you're in it to a degree that you need to be at the moment. Does it make sense? Yeah. All right. I'm going to um, bring up the worship. I mean, the, uh, well, they're worshiping also. The prophetic team to come and bless you guys. Uh, Holy Spirit, I just uh, I thank you so much for for the words that you have given us, God. And I, I want to speak what Joel was speaking earlier, that there would be much hope, God, poured over us, that would be much hope that we tap into that's already in us uh, in regards to the things that you speak out, God, whether it's through other people, straight from, from your spirit into ours. God, we, we just thank you for hope rising up, and we thank you, God, for um, a relationship with you, the one who is who has the answer already. And, and if we hang out with you, we'll be, we'll learn how to become patient and just live as we're supposed to day to day and grow into that word. We ask you, Father, to help us in this. Amen.